Yo. Hey. It's a two-man show today, Ryan Mano and myself. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. Keep things more, uh, keep things very uh, straightforward today. Right, more elbow room. Loose. Yeah, Ryan and I get, let Ryan and I get loose for a minute. Can we get loose <laughs> for a hot minute? Speaking uh, of speaking of getting loose, I was just at the gym. Yeah, and there was this scumbag uh, bench pressing. He had he was a bald looking uh, like gangbanger type Mexican dude, mm-hmm. and he was like sloppy, not sloppy, but he had no tone to him. Just mm-hmm. do you ever see those guys who wear sleeveless shirts but they have nothing to show? Yeah, it's like a dead, a dead limp body. But they—it's because they're wearing a sleeveless shirt. They—they they think they're tough or they look tough, right? Like the guns are out, but there's like nothing. They're dead there's arms, like dead there. arms, yeah. but they always have tattoos on them. Yep. So it's real tight at my gym, and I'm walking through, and some girl. I what like you mean face wise? Yeah, like yeah. in between where the bench pressing bar is, and there's like this rack with curling bars, and this girl was staying there, and. I was like trying to get around her and I accidentally bumped into the guy and I like my shoe like touched his shoe mm-hmm. and I go, Oh, sorry. And then he goes, Oh, you better be sorry. They're new too. He's like, I, I, I'll, I'll come holler. He goes, they, they knew too. I'll come holler. And I'm like, what? And he, he was still laying on the bench and he's like, no, no, no. I'll come holler at you. If they, if, if they messed up, I'll come holler. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? I said, there's no, what, what happened? And in other words, so wait, did you, wait, hold on, hold on. Did you actually say that to him or were you thinking what? No, no, that's what I said. I stood there. I'm like, what? Like, I didn't know what, I didn't know, I don't know what that means to I'll come holler. Like, does that mean I'm going to come kick your ass? Does that mean we'll discuss it when I'm done bench pressing or what? I'll come holler. That's why I said, no, no, I'll come holler. And I said, what, what do you mean? I, I, what, do I wait here? Do we go fight right. later? Um, they're, they're new too. Now that you heard me, they're new. So I, I always think I'll come holler is like a good thing. Like I'll, 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 I'll holler at you in a little bit, right? Like I always think that's yeah. a good connotation until I hear that. That makes me confused. Yeah, what I, does sorry, that mean? yeah. Unfortunately, Ryan and I don't speak moron, so we, we we're not too sure exactly. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he meant like I'm going to look at these shoes. When I'm and, done here, I'll check these out. I'll inspect them, and if anything's wrong, I'll come let you know. I'll come like kick your ass, or I'll come like talk talk shit we'll, to you or something. We'll discuss it. But was there? Any, <laughs> I wonder what his thought like. Was he going to make you reimburse him for the shoes? <laughs> no, that means he's going to punch me in the face if he's going to. Yeah. If he's going to be like, "Oh, you owe me a hundred nine dollars." They're new, right. true. They're new. I'd like to hear his calculation of what you would owe him for the stuff. Because you know like, he fucking be, got them for free or stole them. Yeah, would he make you replace the shoes if they were scuffed, or would he make you pay just to get the scuff out? I'm pretty sure that was a threat, that he's going to come holler, like he'll come kick my ass. I'm pretty oh, sure that's okay. what that meant. So I stood yeah. there for almost a minute, and I was waiting, <laughs> and I said, wait, wait, I'm like, I'm like no, look, is there something on your shoes? Like, I'll come holler. He kept saying that. And then he wasn't moving. He was just laying there on the bench press, and he comes, I'll come holler, I'll come holler. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, what? <laughs> I was waiting for an altercation, and then he, yeah. he didn't get off the bench. He just kept saying, "I'll come holler." So I come did holler. He even look at, did he even look at them, or did he just lay there and then he was going to look at them when he was done? No, I just okay. First of all, I'm a gentleman, right? So yeah. I, I bumped into him. I don't know if I scuffed a shoe. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I, uh, he goes, "You better be there new too." And I said, "What? You heard me? <laughs> They're new." 
I'll come. He goes, all right, I'll come holler. I said, wait, what? Is there something on your shoe? No, no, I'll come holler. They're, they're new. They're new, too. I'll come holler. He kept saying they're new, too. I'll come holler. And he was a disgusting, ugly-looking, like, fake gangbanger guy with limp arms but tattooed up. And he just looked and sounded like an asshole. Limp. Um, yeah. But he had a voice, that kind of vo- that kind of gruff voice, where I'm right. sure he could intimidate people normally. So I, I didn't know, like, I stood there for a while, and I, I was I was asking him, like, in other words, are we supposed to fight now? Do do you want me? To, do you want, what, what do we do? Like, how do how does this? How do you normally? Because this isn't the first time he's told someone he'll come holler at him. Totally. You don't you don't just like if someone scuffed my shoe accidentally, I don't out of nowhere say I'll come holler at you. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll come holler. Yeah, yeah, they're new. No, no. Don't worry. I'll come holler at you. You don't. If they're, I'm gonna check them out. But I'll come holler. Like, th- that doesn't just come out of nowhere. He's he's threatened people like that before. Plus, I guess I'm. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just different. Maybe we value different things. But I, if I had brand new shoes that I didn't want anything happening to, I, I'd be very careful about where I wore them. Maybe the, I don't know, like... Yeah, maybe the gym where there's chalk everywhere and all kinds of shit. That's not where I'm going to wear Yeah, you're right. I mean, but... And even (laughs) if I did get new shoes and someone scuffed them... Then you just wipe them off! Yeah, you just need to take care of it and you just go, oh shit, well, there's that. And then, I I mean, I I, I was acting very nice. I said, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, you oh, they knew too. Yeah, yeah, you heard me. I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't hear you. All you keep saying, "I'll come holler." You're not moving. You're laying on your back, telling me you're going to come holler at me. So that after a while, I'm like, "How did it eventually end? Did you just walk away?" Yeah, I, I didn't know what to do because I'm like, "What do I punch him in the face while he's still bench pressing?" Or like, am I am I supposed to end this with a punch? Or like, how how does it yeah. end normally? So and he never came ho- and came and hollered, did he? Of course not. No. If he wants to howl, you don't. No one howlers from their back. No, a real here, here's here, here's the way a real fight works. Okay, if you want to really fight someone, what you do is you immediately punch them in the face. There's no talk. There's none of that. When you're at a bar and there's all that shit where people are staying there talking, fuck you, motherfucker, get the fuck. The, neither one of those guys want to fight. People who really want to fight, they'll throw a punch. They just- Fight. Yeah, they they just fight. <laughs> there's no. If there's that guy no wanted thought. to fight you over the shoes, he would have got. Yeah, you're right. You don't holler from your back. That's not the good ho- starting holler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I'll come holler. I'll come holler. He kept saying. That. And usually, you're right. There's no in a real fight. If someone's really enraged and they they're they have conviction about what it is they're fighting for, there's no warning. There's no like, you know preamble to the fight you don't give someone the heads up that they're going to come holler <laughs> you just get up and holler and i would love to know what would have happened if he decided to holler at me yeah <laughs> what's up bitch you scuffed me up i took a closer look it's like four it's like 40 minutes later i'm, I'm on a treadmill I took a closer look. <laughs> yo motherfucker get the fuck off and come speak to me like a man what are you doing here i'm here to holler Yo, after further evaluation, man, you fuck my shit up. This shit's new too, bro. Now it's time to holler. Yeah. So, so then would he have would he have thrown the swing then, or is he like you owe me a hundred dollars? I don't know. It's a good thing it 
a good thing it ended where it did, though. It's not like I spilled a bucket of paint on his shoes. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that, that would probably be a reaction. Fine. If I spilled a full bucket of paint all over his new <laughs> shoes, then you, that, that, that's the reaction you get. Not when I accidentally bumped into his shoe because I was trying to get around him who had his legs all spread out with his other <laughs> scumbag friends. And then I kept, while I was working out, I was like 10 feet in front of him and I heard him talking to someone else, go spot me! No, no, no! And he was like just talking shit to all his friends. I don't know what he was doing. He never hollered at me though. I heard him hollering at other people. <laughs> Yo, bro, I just took a closer look. You and I are gonna have to go outside and settle this. Do they? Do they just fight or what? What? How? Like when you're? Could you imagine that guy is not a human being? He's like an animal. Yeah. No, no gentleman. He can't. He for once in his life, can't he just be a human being and just realize that someone? Did you always have to have a confrontation if someone accidentally bumped? It's not like I went up to him and kicked him. It's not like I took the bottom of my shoe and rubbed it across his whole shoe. Fuck you, asshole! And then walked away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Is like people who like to fight. They have a very their meter is broken where they can't tell the difference between inadvertent and on purpose. Yeah. Like where you're always on guard. That is an animal animalistic behavior. You're right. It's like the, the like, laws not, of the wild. I mean, I apologized. Right. I went out of my way to say I was sorry for something that wasn't a hundred percent even my fault. Totally. And I could I could see just for a second, I'm gonna put a, a Neanderthal brain in my head. I could see if you didn't apologize <laughs> if you didn't acknowledge it. If you just stepped on his foot and kept walking, I could see from that guy's point of view where he would go. What up, bro? Yeah. I'm going to come home. <laughs> right? Because oh, those I'm Neanderthals sorry. are always about respect, right? Everything's always about exactly. disrespect and respect. Exactly. But in this instance where you say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get your shoe there. Like, that's and that's the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're new, too. Here's what I don't understand is I, I try to make rational decisions. And if someone, if I had a brand new pair of shoes, if I paid a couple hundred bucks for and I was really proud of them and into them and I valued them, and someone scuffed on them, I don't know how a fight would help the situation. My first thought would be, how do I get that scuff out? Not, <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's face has to pay. It doesn't solve the problem. I get, maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm just different. I like to solve problems. I'd be like, I, my first thought would be to look at my phone and Google how to get a scuff out of shoes. And if you're that protective of your shoes, isn't there a good chance if you get into a fight with me, more damage is going to happen to the shoes? Yes! Because you might be rolling on the stuff. ground, or I, I yeah. might step on them even more. <laughs> yeah. You better believe if I got into a fight with him, I would take those shoes and I'd rub the bottom of my feet all over those shoes. Oh, yeah, or try to get flip one of them off and just rub, like, <laughs> rub it out the concrete. I'd rip, no, I'd, I'd rip the tongue out of the shoe and throw it. <laughs> That's how I'd finish it. No, no, come holler. I'll come and holler. But that guy has never, I guarantee his whole life, he's never been a gentleman once. Someone yeah. accidentally bumps into him. It's always, no matter who who they're with, like if a guy is walking with his wife, he'll completely disrespect the guy and embarrass him in front of his wife. Then the guy has a decision to make. Am I going to fight this fucking scumbag right now or do I have to walk away and look like an asshole in front of my wife? <laughs> and that guy does this at least 10 times a day. I guarantee it. A lot of empty threats. I'll come holler. Oh, you bumped into me. I'm holding gifts. I'll come holler. Let me see if any of the wrapping paper got ripped. <laughs> holding gifts. 
If so, I'll come holler. Hey, bah humbug, bah humbug. What? Remember, I told you I'd come holler at you, or here I am. Wait, wait, that was like two weeks ago. I know. So what? Was there a time limit on hollering? And where, where does that term derive from? I'll come holler. Like holler means, yo, what up, girl? Psst, psst, psst. That's what I'm saying. It's a good. I've always thought of it as a good thing. <laughs> he ruined it. He he took the term and ruined it. Yeah. I'll come out. At some point, I was staying there for, I don't know if it was a minute, but it was a while. I was confused. I'm like, what? So I was almost like, what, so what do we do now? Do we fight? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what? I kept saying, what? But at first, I was like, what? You know, like angry? Yeah. Said, what? Because he said something under his breath. Like, yeah, you better, you better be, they knew too. And I said, what? He said, you heard me? I said, what? No, no, what? I I said, what, sorry, no, I'll come holler. They knew, too, I'll come holler. So he goes, <laughs> at, some point, at some point, I was like, you know, I don't have time for this nonsense. And I just, I just walked in. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. It's like one of those, it's one of those how did I get here moments. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm about 30 seconds away from fighting some scumbag. <laughs> You're a 34-year-old man trying to work out. Yeah, I'm just trying to work you out. Know, and now I'm in an altercation. You know, you're an adult, you're an adult male in yeah. a gym doing fitness, and now you're standing there waiting for this guy to holler. <laughs> exactly. I wake up at three in the morning every day to go to work. I pay taxes. Yeah. I never have any problems, and now here I am, thirty seconds away from fighting just the biggest scumbag I've ever seen in my life. Over waiting for him to shoot. finish his, his bench press to see what's going to happen next. Yeah. <laughs> 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 getting getting threatened while someone's laying on their back. <laughs> no, no, I'll come holler. I'll come holler. Oh, my God. Bro, I'll come holler. <laughs> God, that's funny. If, if, if you really want to kick my ass, you should probably stand up at least. Because can, I just, yeah, hit you, him? can yeah. I just hit him in the balls with a dumbbell? Like you said, it's holler. That's a, that's a terrible place to start your holler threat. He's like very, he's praying. We talked about people that are prey before, like the old, like old man on uh, Pawn Stars. Yeah. If you're hey, on your Rick. back threatening someone, that's not a good starting place. Hey, Rick, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> what did we say? That the old man from Pawn Stars looks like you could just run up to him and rip one of his arms off of him, like you could. A, like, like the way you would rip off a chicken wing. You could. He is like, and all he does is talk shit. He sits in that chair and swivels side to side. His neck doesn't even move. He just rotates the chair and threatens to kick everyone's ass. <laughs> oh, dumbly, you burnt my toast. I'm going to burn you, bro. <laughs> You're not going to do shit. You haven't stood up in two weeks. Hey, Rick. In my day, I would have hit you in the face with a left hook. But that was my day. <laughs> Be on your toes, Rick. <laughs> Yeah, you get wheeled in here without kicking anyone's ass. Not only would he be, like, ripping off the wings or, or the legs of a chicken, it would be, like, a microwave chicken. Like, it would come right off. Oh, yeah, like something that's been in the crock pot for eight hours. It <laughs> falls off. Like, like the arm, the arm, all you, like, once you just touch the arm, you're already, like, deep done. into the skin. Like, your fingers are already <laughs> rip through, ripping through the skin. You've already done the hard part. <laughs> just by touching him <laughs> you, you you put your head on his shoulder and you're already into the like almost the bone 
<laughs> it's like putting your finger in like gel, like pudding. Yeah. Like the minute you penetrate it, even like just an ounce of pressure, it's you go like you can't, and you can't stop. Like you're you're too far in. There's no going back once you put your like not even a pound of pressure on his arm and it's off. Uh, remember how? Remember how we always talk about you can't look things you can't look cool doing like getting splashed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have something to add to that list, which is drinking out of a straw, putting on chapstick, zipping up a, a jacket—all things. That... <laughs> zipping up a jacket, <laughs> <laughs> like lining the zipper up in the groove, like with your head, your chin resting against your chest for a second. <laughs> what's your addition? Uh, it's it's super windy in Chicago. You're in LA. Yeah. I'm sure the weather's perfect, right? A little chilly. What? Oh, what seventy? Like 60. It gets down to like 40 at night, so it's cold at night, but whatever. Oh, yeah? Nice. You can't look cool walking into a low-hanging branch from a tree. Because <laughs> I, when I came home after that altercation with a little puppet at the gym, I yeah. walked into a low-hanging branch, and I had that same reaction like you're getting splashed. Like, ah, ah, ah! And you're like trying to, because you, you don't know if something's crawling on your, you don't know what it is, because it's a weird sensation. Because yeah. it's wet, it's wet, it's like drizzling out. So it was wet. Um, there's leaves, there's branches, there's little like long pieces of something that have little berries or whatever. There's all kinds of yeah. weird shit on that branch. Yeah, dude, you're right. You're absolutely right. So yeah, you, did you like a duck? Did you duck a little bit? Well, and no, then, first like, I hit it. It like hit my lips and mouth. I'm like, oh. And then I start, I start, first I snap back my head, and then I start wailing my arms around to push, because you don't know what's in your face, and then you push, and then you're like, oh, fuck, it's a tree branch. And, and your hands, well, your, your hands do the, you're right, they, your hands do the exact same thing they do when you're getting splashed. Yeah, you like you're trying to your block arms, it. But, but your wrist comes back a little bit, so your, hand, your fingers are pointed at your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> trying to block, uh, trying to, I think that is the worst though. Block blocking a splash. Oh like yeah, such a pussy. But even like the toughest guy, that's everyone has that reaction when they're getting splashed. The way your hands go up, you just you're defenseless. You know what I would love to do? Really I'd love funny. to I'd love to splash the come holler guy and just see how he reacts to getting splashed. <laughs> oh, I don't even fuck around. Quit, oh shit! Don't even fuck around now. You quit playing. Quit playing. No, I don't even fuck you. Know, I'll fuck you up. I'll come holler at you right now. Don't even fuck around. Stop it. Come holler. Shut up. Oh, man. You know what? Speaking of prey, I was at the casino. Not not like I wasn't in Vegas. I was at one of the Indiana casinos. Yeah. Holy shit. I think we've talked about this before, but just all the people in the wheelchairs, the oxygen masks, some guy was like kneeling on some kind of, it looked like a ladder, but it had wheels on it. it. You ever see, it looks like a step stool ladder, but they have like knee, their knee on it. And it's like a cart, but oh, it's also a ladder God. and a seat. And he, I don't know what was happening, but he was like leaned on it and it looked like he couldn't breathe and some woman was behind him like rubbing his back i don't know what was going on but it was such a horrible scene man some of those people are in such bad shape where it makes you wonder what are you even going to do with the money you might win exactly like you're it, pretty much you, you're fucked you're pretty much stuck where you're at 
Yeah, at that point, just save the money for your grandkids or something. Yeah, like, why are you, instead of trying to win more money, why don't you save the money you have and buy your medicine? <laughs> because, like, obviously, yeah. the money you're losing at the casino tonight, you probably could have used for more, like, colostomy bag filters. some quality of life improvement. Like, something that improves your quality of life, even just in a small way, like diapers or something. <laughs> or, like, you know, like, plastic sheets. Right. So when you piss yourself, it'll at least be an easy clean. Something. Just anything that makes life easier. You don't need to be putting $90 a day into a slot machine. Yeah. I wonder how those people get, does, like, a bus pick them up from, like, a weird, like, disabled home and drop them off? <laughs> it has to be, like... There must be, because none of them can walk, so they can't drive. Them. Yeah. There's got to be a mass transit that drops off just, like, a busload of them at a time. <laughs> what a job that would be, the bus driver that picks all them up. And then you have to, like, go to their door, load them in. Yes. And and you know that they don't know how to tell time that well, so it's time to leave. Let's say you're leaving at 7 p.m. sharp. I'm not ready and you yet. have to go back in to collect all of them and find them, find them. Although I do feel like old people are always right on time. Like, if you're picking Mrs. Miller up at 6.05 a.m. That's a good point. She's out there with her, like, glaucoma glasses on, the wheelchair, like, the cane. <laughs> she has everything. She's on the corner at 6.03 ready to roll. And, and that... And, for her to get at that corner at six oh three, she probably had to wake up at two fifty five a.m. But she's ready. Like she actually, she was probably sitting on her couch at five until You're six. You're right. So in that instance, when they're gambling for four hours, it becomes a matter in their head. What what it is is would I rather keep gambling? Like what what's more important, making that bus on time or gambling? And probably all the time, it's making the bus. On oh, time. always. That's all that matters yeah. is getting back. Like they walk in. Let's say they get there at because you know they get there at like six a.m. So they get there yeah. at six a.m. The bus leaves at noon. You know the the minute they walk in, they're like, "All right, we got to get to the bus at noon." It's like you just got here. <laughs> you have six hours to go lose all your money. All right, I'm gonna I want to hit the machines, but we got to be back at the bus by noon. So we got to we got to just let's 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 pace correctly here. We got to be back on the bus at like it's probably ten oh five. No, don't forget we got to be back at the bus at noon. I oh, know. I only have ten dollars left. <laughs> what do they do when they run out of money, or do they not run out of money? I feel like they never run out of money. <laughs> and it's all—they always have the card plugged into the machine, right? So their money's all like on a card. No, that's that that's the casino card. Like each casino, you get a card for like rewards points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're car- Oh, I see what you're saying. But so that's not money. The- oh, I get it. I get it. So they're actually putting money in there. No, they're pulling out hundred dollar bills every three seconds and putting them in the slot machine. Yeah. That's amazing. There was some woman walking around with a wet ass. Ugh. Like, she was wearing gray pants, and the bottom, right where her ass crack was, was all wet. So I don't know if that was and like a stain. And people still smoke in there? Oh, yeah. God. It's just a vile, like, it just disgusts. Everything about it is just gross. And then I lost a ton of money, and and I'm I'm in the, <laughs> I you have to get their shitty food then afterward just because, like, there's something about it where you feel like I have to get something for what I just lost. <laughs> so you have, like, this depression sandwich, which is, like, a <laughs> shitty sandwich, and you have to, like, f- you have to claw to get it. Like, you, I have to go to three different pit bosses for someone to write me up a comp. The first one embarrasses you. You don't have enough points. I said, oh, well, I lost. I, I always lie. I add, like, a few hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, I just lost $800. And they're like, well, it always says here you lost 200 <laughs> I'm like, no, well, it was in the poker room, too. 
Oh well, you, nothing we can do. So then you go to you fi- if you go around to all the pit bosses, you'll finally find one that will you know give you the comp. So then Is you that get- how it works. The pit boss has to sign off on you getting a sandwich. Yeah, God, exactly. That's a demeaning position to be in, isn't it? Oh, it's or pathetic. Like a, a belittling, like just going from person to person, hoping not pity on you to write you up a ticket for a sandwich. The real amount I lost, I lost like five hundred dollars, right? Yeah. So like. <laughs> I can, so you're already, like, down in the dumps, and now you have to go beg for a sandwich. Yeah, so now you're begging these pit bosses for a sandwich. It's like, they only have 200 of the dollars on file because those 200 I played blackjack with, the rest I lost playing poker, which they don't, like, keep track of. So, like, yeah. I'm trying to be like, well, can I just please? And then I'm like, I, and it's like, I, I, I lost three. It's always like, it always ends up like, I lost $3,000. <laughs> can I please have a sandwich? Yeah. And then they finally give you one. Then you have to go up there, and they're they're, they're assholes. And uh, you want cheese? They're like, well, that's three dollars. So I had to pay three dollars out of my pocket with the comp anyway. God. And then oh. you're, you're eating this depression sandwich, and like you feel like shit. That you probably don't even want, right? It started off as a prince. I wasn't thing. even hungry. I, yeah, <laughs> you're never hungry. When you lose money, you're not hungry. Yeah, I've never seen oh anyone. I've never seen someone who lost money that gets hungry. <laughs> you could not eat all day. You could sit at the casino all day, lose all your money, and you you still aren't hungry. You get hungry when you're driving home and you see a White Castle or something. Yeah, not two minutes after losing your last of $500. You're de- exactly. You're definitely not hungry enough to uh, wait, beg like five pit bosses for a $10 sandwich. Then you're eating it. You feel like shit. So now you're you feel fat and you're depressed because of money. Because oh it's always the most oh unhealthy, God. disgusting sandwich with extra mayo and everything else. You would know. Obviously, I mean, I'm not I'm not a gambler, and you would. I mean, what? I can't think of another place that has like the two extremes of ups and downs. Because if you had won five hundred dollars. You would leave there whistling, like twirling a cane. Oh my god! Yeah, of course, buying sandwiches for people. I would have been call- I would have been sending you pictures of me holding the money. Oh yeah, I'd be singing. I have a golden ticket. Yeah. <laughs> what an extreme <laughs> spectrum! You know, like the the high and low. Well, it's also like being a single guy at the club. Some nights everyone calls you an ugly loser, and then another night you meet some hot chick. I guess. Yeah. But this is right. you're right though. This is a lot different because. Uh, it, it's like instant. Like you either win money or lose money, and and you're, yeah. you're either completely happy or completely depressed. Right. And then when you're driving home, you see those billboards that say "Have a gambling problem." <laughs> Call this number. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I, I swear these two black women like flipped flipped my frown upside down because I was in the elevator and I I was like leaning on the back wall of it, and she she looked at me. She's like. How you do? I'm like, oh, not good. How about you? She goes, nope. Or no, she, she goes, you win anything? I'm like, nope. And I go, how about you? Nope. And I said, well, at least I got a $500 sandwich. And she's like, ah, okay, okay, okay. material. <laughs> okay, okay. She kept doing that. And then her friend was yeah. going nuts. Like I was Chris Rock. So like that brought me some, some, uh, a small amount of joy at least on the way out. Yeah. They they really lighten up my mood because I was feeling like shit, and then just them like bringing that positive energy back. Totally, yeah, I get that. Hey, did they ever <laughs> catch that dangerous guy in your building at your work? Um, not that I know of. So, I sent Ava a screen grab of an email I got last week. It said it had a picture of a man. <laughs> 
how would you describe that picture? It was taken by someone looking in a mirror. It looked like in a bathroom, and this man was lurking in the corner. All I can think of is remember in Adventures of Babysitting when the guy, the guy with the gun in the in the train station. Yeah, <laughs> I got a gun. I got a yeah. gun. And then Brenda was like, Ah! Right. <laughs> yeah. It it was very. It's a, yes. It's a creepy guy just like staring out of the corner of his eye in the corner of the bathroom, and the email said, "Please contact me immediately." It was sent from like I don't know, like our HR department or something said please contact me immediately if you see this man in our building yeah he's not dangerous he's, what did it say he's not dangerous at the moment no it's um, monitoring his activity yeah but yeah but for, number one why would you send that if he's not dangerous yeah why are they monitoring him something must have happened yeah police don't just monitor a random guy in a building there's a reason there's a reason we're getting this email Exactly, and he looked like, like he, he was—he looked like he was holding a gun in the picture, or at least a knife. That guy looked more like a knife guy to me. He looked like a knife guy. But you know, he has like multiple knives, like one on his ankle, one in his like yeah. belt. And when the co- cops like guarantee frisk that guy on a daily basis, and he always says that knife is his shaving knife, <laughs> shaved with it. <laughs> every, every day they have to take a knife from yeah. him. You got anything sharp that'll stab me or stick me? Well, I got uh, my I got shaving knife. I got my shaving knife in my sock. <laughs> in my sock. <laughs> well, I have my utility knife. But this is not a very settling email. To, I mean, I feel like there's other ways to handle that than to send an alarming email to the company saying, let me know if you see this man. And the picture of him in the in a bathroom mirror taken without his knowledge. <laughs> Where he, looks like he's about to, he looks like he's stalking someone and jerking off. He does. That's exactly what it looked like. It looks like he's staring at someone through a window, jerking off, and he lo- he looked kind of like um like Wyatt Earp or something. He did he like, look like Wyatt Earp. Yeah, he had slick back hair. He had that mustache. The mustache. He was, he was yep. wearing um he had on jeans with a tucked in shirt, some kind of b- b- like case on his belt buckle that could have been a knife or it could have been his phone. Right. He had a real pedophile look on his face. Yeah, I yeah I don't know what he was up to, and I haven't heard any resolution. <laughs> he's still there Please just, don't just monitor someone for no reason That guy was up to something Of course he was You don't warn the whole staff Hey, watch out for this guy Immediately let us know if you see him Oh, don't worry, he's not dangerous though. Okay. And if I, I mean, no offense to whoever sent that I don't even remember who sent it in the company But if I saw that guy If I saw someone who didn't I didn't know or didn't belong in a hallway of a bunch of radio stations. My first order of business wouldn't be to go email. Like, I, I would call, I would probably call the cop. Yeah, I wouldn't take a picture. I wouldn't take a screenshot from a security camera and send it to the whole staff. I, I mean, I'm saying for me, after I get that, my now that I've seen her email saying, hey, let us know if you see this guy, I'll, I'll probably call the cops before I write you an email. Of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't write anyone an email. Why, why do you need to know about that? You're just a worker in the building. Let the security know what's going on. You don't need to alert right. the whole staff and get them afraid. Right. And if you see the guy, what are you going to do? Oh, oh, there he is. There he is. Get him. Or, I mean, or do you do like a secret? Like you walk two feet past him and you you make a, a call on your phone. Oh, he's here. He's here. He's here. Whiter. Whiter. Big fuck. <laughs> you try to casual them. Hello, sir. And then he sees you, he sees you he sees you pulling out your phone, and then you start running. Don't you? 
Hello, sir. There's so many pussies that work in radio in general. How many people do you think ran? When they, they would see him go out of their way to be casual around him for two seconds, and when they're with when they're past like arms distance, they would just start running at full speed. Oh my god. It's funny. Where are you going? <laughs> I, I'm here to win. I want a contest on Big Boy Show, man. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> How would you feel if you just were walking somewhere and everyone kept running from you? What what was it? Because you know that there are people that get ran away from. Like there's people. Oh yeah. There's some like my friend Bobby when I worked at Walmart. He said that he was walking downtown once, and this like white lady walked past him, and he said, "Hey, yo, what up?" And then he said, "She she got to the corner and started and just running. Took off. She started running full speed." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what he said. She was she was eating a bag of chips. He goes, "Yo, can I get one of your chips?" And then she started walking, and she started walking faster. He said, "As soon as she hit the corner, she started running." Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think. Asking someone for a chip is that's that is a little creepy. Yeah, I mean he was like sixteen though. I mean it's not like Oh <laughs> Yo, can I get one of your chips. Start <laughs> running. But you can't feel good if people if you're ever in a position like if you're a Frankenstein or whoever you are, if you're someone that people run from, you can, unless yeah. unless you're like little puppet with a gun. If you're just yeah, being ran from good. based on your just normal appearance. Just your appearance and nodding at someone. If they start running, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> what was that other story you told me, Ryan, about the HIV letter? I don't know. I don't know if I should talk about that. Oh, really? Well, now it sounds like you have HIV. <laughs> that's not a good story. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that I really... I, I, it, it's not me. But I accidentally found I, I don't I don't know I don't know I, I really don't know that how to bring that up. Well, you you found a letter that was accidentally yeah. sent to you, right? Yes, and it said someone was HIV positive. It was results, and it it had and, and, and it was it was in your mail. You, you opened it because you thought it was a letter for you, and then when you opened Correct. it up, you realized it was for someone else, and it it had Correct. all these tests they took, and the only one that came back positive was HIV. <laughs> Yeah. So what did you do? You just repackaged it? I just, yeah, I taped it up and put it, taped it to the mailbox, like the, the community mailbox. And you put in like a $5 I, Subway gift card with it or something? <laughs> Sorry, Sorry tough, about your luck. Tough break. <laughs> Hope this helps. Hope this helps. What's inside is not good. <laughs> but like, so let, okay, let's say you found it and you knew who the person was, right? Which I did not. I did not know. Yeah, yeah. The but I'm saying, if, if, yeah. how are you supposed to handle? Are you supposed to hand deliver it? Hey, I accidentally opened this letter. Like, and well, then you just don't thing. acknowledge it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Even if I knew the person, I don't think I could take it to them. I couldn't either. I would like put it underneath their door. It, did you write a letter that said, "Oh, I accidentally opened this"? Or I put a note on it that said, uh, "Was in my mailbox. Sorry, accidentally opened something like that." What a! It's not like you actually opened their their uh, Bank of America credit card <laughs> offer. Like that was the absolute worst letter you could actually open. I mean, what are the odds of that? You know what I mean? Not very, very small. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Here, let me hold on. Sorry, I just got home. <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll explain why I opened it. <laughs> 
it had a it had a doctor's name in the corner. Yeah. <clears throat> and Jill, my girlfriend, she had her appendix removed, and we've been getting a lot of hospital bills. So I just assumed that it was a hot. I didn't even look at the front. I just saw the corner that said MD. So I flipped it over and opened it, and I saw some like foreign person's name <laughs> on the letter, and I was like, "Oh shoot, this isn't ours." <clears throat> and I scanned down it, and it said test results or something like this, like diagnostic positives or something, HIV or human immunodeficiency virus. And I was like, oh, I'm my first, of course, my first order of business is to send a picture to Abe. Yeah, taking taking screenshots of it. <laughs> Holy shit! Someone has AIDS! <laughs> <laughs> also, your first order of business was to send me a picture of that creep in your building. <laughs> I mean, in your work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny when anything fucked up happens we have to send it in a group message holy because shit this guy's I, on fire next to me <laughs> well, here's the other thing and I know you would do the same thing now so that was um, like a foreign person's name so in our complex now anytime I see a foreign person I just think like oh that's probably the guy with HIV and now when you're using the community pool you're like fuck <laughs> you're checking people for cuts and shit don't be an idiot. The, the the chlorine kills it right away. Okay. But I'm sure, so even if that guy didn't get that letter, like, there's no way that that's just how they notify people, right? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that guy it... would have had to have heard it from his doctor. That was probably just like a confirmation letter. Oh, good. Okay. Because, yeah, that's not the thing where you just send a letter. Oops. Read this. Yeah. Like, no one even reads their mail anymore. Yeah. You, you call someone or you call them in for the results. Like, that's how I've been rationalizing it in my head. <laughs> At least, like... I didn't prevent that guy from finding out he had HIV. Like, there's no way that that was the only line of defense from the doctor was just yeah. to send him a letter. Because if I got that, I'd find out like a month later that I was positive. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I, I don't open any of my mail for weeks, and then I'd be like, "Oh, here's that the results from my blood test." What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it's been in there since September in the you, mailbox. You call the doctor. He's like, "I was waiting for your call. <laughs> I was wondering what happened to you." It's like, "Why don't you call me? Let me know." <laughs> Like, isn't there, isn't there a grace period on an HIV letter? Like, if you don't hear from the person within one day, you should immediately call them? Yeah, you would, yes. Because yeah. they might, who knows if they're suicidal or, I mean, that's the worst thing that could ever happen to you. I mean, or one of the worst things. So, yep. you you would think that they would go out of their way to make sure that notify you got you. the yeah, info and, and you're okay. Exactly. That's what I kept telling myself, that it was probably just some follow-up letter confirming the tests that were done. And that they had already discussed it with them. You don't just leave that to chance that someone's going to get this letter. <laughs> oh, Raji Patel, I was waiting for your call. Wh- wh- why did it take you 17 days to call me? I just got it in the mail. Ryan Mano put it in my fucking door. What a piece of shit. Subway gift card with a note. <laughs> a Subway gift card. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, did you see um, all the shit at uh, Starbucks? How people are complaining because the, the, yeah. the cups, the cups, uh, what, what do they used to have on them? Santa Claus or something? Like a snowflake or a reindeer or something. I don't, I'm at the point now where I'm angry that I got angry that people were angry. <laughs> I, the, the whole thing about it is that anyone who even cares about it, you really need to reevaluate your life. Exactly. That's, that's really the that, bottom that, line. It, you're right. It's a cup. It's a cup with coffee in it. And people are now going into Starbucks to say that their name is Merry Christmas to get them to write Merry Christmas on it. We yeah. just stick it to them. My I mean, name's Noel. what you're doing. You're, you're, you're spending money at the place that 
it's just ridiculous. How how weak or thin is your faith that you think a cup of coffee is going to destroy Christianity? And guess the what? The Roman Empire tried, and they were using lions to exactly. and they couldn't do it. And guess what? The joke's not on Starbucks. The joke's on you because, sure, they're saying Merry Christmas to you, but you're still paying them $7. Exactly. So the joke's on you, dummy. And really, Starbucks, think of all the companies that don't release a Christmas-themed something. Starbucks didn't even need to do a red cup. That's why it's, like, I've always, I mean, it takes a special kind of dickhead <laughs> to get mad at someone for wishing you peace and joy, but, but you not know the in exact the way type, you prefer. The, you know the exact type of people that would get upset about that. Of course. Like, if, if you know, if I take the time to, if I send you a Christmas card, but it doesn't say Merry Christmas, it just says Happy Holidays, like, wishing you peace and joy, but it doesn't say Merry Christmas. What? What's what this shit? Of, yeah. <laughs> peace and joy? Hey, Ryan, <laughs> you don't celebrate, you don't can't tell me Merry Christmas? Oh, yeah, hey, Merry Christmas. No, oh. no, fucker on my card. <laughs> no, no, Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, what? No, no, yeah, okay. where, why the fuck does my card just say you wish me great peace, joy, and happiness? And and best wishes to my family, you fucking asshole. Plus, at Starbucks, right behind those people that are standing in line for 10 minutes to get the barista to write Merry Christmas on their cup, they're selling, they sell Christmas blend. Yeah, I saw that. Starbucks isn't trying to kill Christmas. You know what, though? If you have a problem with Starbucks, just don't go to Starbucks. Like, for instance, I work at The Loop. They don't, yes! they, they don't play Danzig, right? Right. I don't write a petition <laughs> to the program director. I, why the fuck aren't you playing Blood and Tears or at least anything off of Danzig 3? If, if, you, don't, if you don't start playing How the Gods Kill, then I'm not going to listen to your station anymore. Well, then don't Fine. listen. Don't then listen. Don't listen. That's it. Stop going to Starbucks. It, it'll probably save you a shitload of money, and, and you can make your own coffee anyway. That's it. That's what it comes down to. All the other discussion is just nonsense. The, the, oh, you just said it. That's the only thing that needs to be said throughout all of this. Then don't go to Starbucks. These are the same guys who say they're not racist because they have a Mexican <laughs> wife, but then they just use the <laughs> N-word. <laughs> like, like, right. like someone will tell a black joke and use the N-word. No, no, I'm not racist. What, Dude, my wife's Mexican. Yeah, but vagina and, and women doesn't count for racism. <laughs> like, r- the most racist guy will have sex with Halle Berry. Oh, yeah. Or, or Jay no, right. The most the, the, the scumbag who hates, or, or the Mexican guy who hates black people would probably easily have sex with Beyonce. So, yeah. just because you... It so happens that the one woman that would have sex with you is Mexican. That doesn't mean that you're not racist. Now. You're still racist as fuck. It's just that you, you were so desperate to get laid that you had sex with someone you hate. The race, yeah, the one woman. I've heard that at least ten times over the last few months. I have a Mexican wife. I'm not racist. Yeah, you are. You're racist as fuck. It just so happens that your wife's a moron for being with you and you couldn't get laid anywhere else. Oh my god, that's funny. The biggest racist would still take an autograph from Michael Jordan, but then he'll turn around and call him the N-word. Yep. So, you're, you're, you're still you're racist. Right. You were, uh, I, I met Michael Jordan last week and I, I talked to him and I said he's a great, great ball player and everything. And I have a Mexican wife. How can I be racist? Oh, because of your 15 <laughs> N-word jokes and... <laughs> yeah, funny. This was funny. Sam sent this, and it looks like an Onion headline. 
Ben Carson would not abort Hitler. Yeah, like, dude, that's, and that's I looked, a real after news Sam sent that, I googled or I went to CNN.com to see if that was exactly what the headline was, and it, it's true. That's their headline. The, <laughs> point, the point they were trying to prove, they were asking Ben Carson his stance on abortion, and he said he wouldn't abort anyone under any circumstance. <laughs> and during the debate, I, was it during the debate? They asked him, well, what if you could go back in time and abort baby Hitler? And he said no. So the headline was, Ben Carson would not abort baby Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything about that is absurd. Number one, the fact that they would ask him that question is just ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. Would what, you what abort a stupid Hitler? question. Yeah, it's a, stu- uh, a stupid question. And then, but the fact that, who, just that, it's a, that he wouldn't even answer it is stupid. <laughs> it just shows you how dumb Ben Carson is. It shows you what a horrible candidate he is. Could you imagine Obama being asked that question? Uh, I don't think I'd uh, even. I don't even think I'd want to hang out with Hitler's mom. He'd make a joke or something. Yeah, or you just say, "I'm not going to." I'll continue with this debate. You know, when you start asking real questions. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a that's not a real question. I've always said any black guy that wants to get into politics should become a Republican. Because Ben Carson is one of the shittiest politicians ever, but since he's a black guy, Fox News and all these uh, websites and, and channels, they're all about him because any black Republican, they just they can't get enough of. Oh, yeah. Like, there's this little kid who's black who talks shit about uh, Democrats and stuff, and they love him. They're like, this kid's great. This kid really knows his stuff. And the kid doesn't sound that smart. He's just agreeing with what they're saying. <laughs> You're right. They do. They just take anyone. I'm at the point now where I could. I I can't even get into politics. Like I I don't care. Oh, either. I, can't either. I, I don't care about any of the candidates. Um, it's funny that Donald Trump's running, but I I just can't get into it. It's just it's so ridiculous. And nothing nothing changes no matter who gets in anyway. Yep. You're almost better off having a guy like Jesse the Body Ventura win or something just to like shake it. Yeah. Up. Did you see Ron Ron White is running? Who is? Ron White. The comedian? Yeah. What? He announced, like, I guess yesterday or today that he's running, and he's being serious. God. <laughs> I mean, we have to, at some point, we have to rein this in. And, like, I hope I hope in, in 10 years or 12 years we look back at this and we're embarrassed that we even let Trump, I mean, it's like Kanye saying he's running. I mean, we have to like. We really have to pull back on this a little bit and, and stop giving credibility to to these people. Well, the, reason we, the reason why we give credibility to those people though is because the people that are getting forced down our throats are so horrible that people just want anything else, and that's why a guy like Donald Trump could rise up. If I were someone like Oprah, I would run to be president. Like someone that's loved by a lot of people. Um, right. Like David Letterman. I mean, just like anyone that's very well known should try to run for president. Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, um, who else? I'm trying to think of other people. Jennifer Aniston. I mean, these are all people who should try to run for president. Yeah. Because they'd probably get at least 20% of the vote. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's hard. It's honestly, it's hard for me to even care. It, like you said, I just can't care. Yeah, I try to care, but I just can't anymore. I don't even try to care. I, mean, I, I might care in the last like month before the election, but 
I mean, who, uh, who's the person that has time to keep up with all this right now? But who, who's the people who are so passionate about politics? They're just so angry. But, but all why so are angry. they? Because they have nothing how? else to do. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. It, honestly, it's at this point, like, you and I are both, we're both, we both uh, like wrestling. It, it's the same as if I went on my Facebook page and I was like, I can't believe they left Samoa Joe out of the tournament. I can't believe Finn Balor is not in the 16-man tournament. This is bullshit. Like, it's the same as politics, pretending like what you're yeah. talking about is real or it matters. It doesn't matter. And everyone knows everything, too. No matter, I, I don't care what side it is. It, no matter what they say, they know everything. No, yeah. no, no. If this guy gets in, this is going to happen. And then, But then both sides have been in and both sides suck. So yeah. it doesn't, nothing's going to change. I mean, whatever. Let's get to something more important. Do you see Guns N' Roses are probably reuniting in the next three days or four days? Well, I saw that because of you, and then I, I, I not that I don't trust you, but I Googled it, and I saw a number of sources saying that it's going to happen. I mean, I don't how do you, see... How do you feel about that? Is that the greatest thing? Oh, my God. This is the... I, I'd pay to see... I mean, I, I would consider flying to wherever the first show is to going to see it. <laughs> I think it's in Portugal or something. I, I think I would go there. You know how awesome that would be? And the feud doesn't even make sense. Like it's like when when Danny Gaga and I got into a fight in second grade about like because uh, I I like it's hit the his, same hit as the guy knee. who's gonna holler at you exactly like yeah. that level of a feud. That, that's you're right. It's over a scuffed shoe. Like Danny Gaga <laughs> yeah. and I were we're you're no longer my best friend, Abe. I'm like yeah, you're not mine either, Dan. And right. that was like three days over a scuffed shoe, and then we end up playing with wrestling figures like three days later. I, I had a similar fight. My my childhood best friend, his name was Brian Hanson. Told me that I wasn't like when I was young. I wanted to be a veterinarian, and he told me that I wasn't. I wasn't smart enough to be a veterinarian. And like, I told my mom to. to drop, we took him to school to and from school, and I told my mom to pull over the car and make him walk. <laughs> did he did she walk. do it? No. <laughs> did you do that to me? Why is that? Always, why is that always been your? That's move? my go-to move. <laughs> Have you ever kicked a girl out of your car and made her walk? No. Have you ever kicked anyone else besides that kid in base out of your car? No, I, I can't think of it. I, I can't think of another instance. If I do, I'll let you know if I if I come up with one. I guarantee there's more. Just like the guy who hollers. You yeah, don't, you, how did, like for instance, you don't just say that without having that. That's like your go-to. You're right. I've probably done it. Pull over the car, base. Get out of my car. <laughs> and then base got out with that stupid. <laughs> he was all red. <laughs> and you made me go back to get him. And then yeah, and I made you go back. And then trailing off, you should fuck you, mother. <laughs> that was the You're best. right. So I've, I, been at that, I've been at that move since I was a young tyke. That's been my go-to. Now come holler at me. Come holler. I'll holler <laughs> later, Ryan. Get out of my car. <laughs> what did you say? How did you say it to your mom? What were you, like 10? I was like in third or fourth grade. I was like, <laughs> Mom, pull over right now. Make him walk. Make him walk. <laughs> and can you imagine the said fear? I couldn't be a veterinarian. And we didn't talk for like three days. But you're right. Then after that, we're back out. You know, on his tire swing in the backyard, like nothing ever happened. But can you imagine the fear for a few seconds? Because when you're a little kid, you think there's a chance that his parents might throw you out on the curb. Because <laughs> I remember I got lost when I was like uh, seven years old. I was I don't know why my mom lets a seven year old kid deliver flyers for a pizza place. Mm-hmm. What was I seven or I don't know? I was very young, 
And I was like on fifth. I lived on sixty fifth. I was on like fifty third. I was like twelve blocks from my house. I had no idea where I was. The two other morons I was with didn't even know their own phone number, so we had to go up to someone's house, and I have to use their phone to call my mom. And I was the only one who knew my phone number. And really, you weren't that far from home. No. So when you're a little kid like that, getting anytime you get into a car, it's like you have no idea how to get back to your house. Yeah. So that kid was probably so scared that your mom might actually just drop him off. <laughs> yeah. So, but, then, but going back to your original point, that, that's the basis of the Splash Axel feud. Yeah, and after all, I mean, now they've been, they've been broken up now for, what, 21 years? I don't know. 94, right? 94. I'm not sure. Yeah, 21 years they've been broken up, and they're celebrating their 30th anniversary. So they're only together nine years. I mean... What are the other guys that were in that fake Guns N' Roses thing? Well, they were all kicked, you know, they, they were all kicked out, for sure. Oh, like even DJ Ashba? Or did he leave recently or something? DJ Ashba got kicked out. Uh, what, Bumblefoot or whatever got kicked out? Yeah. Well, they don't get kicked out. They're all... They, they all like, remember when uh, when people get released from a team, they, they put, like, a letter in the Sun-Times, like, oh... It was so great playing for the Bears. I want to thank right. all the fans for all these years. Yeah, yeah. DJ Ashba, one of the greatest moments of my life is when Axel Rose picked up the phone and called me, but now I'm going to focus <laughs> on 6 a.m. Yeah, the band 6 a.m. Yeah, okay. who plays like in front of 300 people on a good yeah, night. Yeah, Naperville Rib Fest. <laughs> I can't wait to be in Nikki Six's side project and focus mm-hmm. on that, on his side project. Yeah. You know, this band that was a side project for everyone. But you know what? It reminds me, remember how much you used to care? Like, do you care? I mean, I know you still like music, but do you care for it as much as you used to? No. Because I remember going, when, when Sammy Hagar got kicked out of Van Halen, I remember going to school the next day with a Van Halen shirt on that had masking tape over everyone. It had uh, an X, an X oh of masking I put an X of masking tape over everyone except Sammy Hagar, and then I took another piece of masking tape, and where it said Van Halen, I wrote Hagar. Oh my god! <laughs> what a dork loser! <laughs> Think about what a loser I was. I went to school with an X up, and I thought I was cool too. Doing like that. making a statement, you thought you were like really proving a point. Yeah, and it said Van Hagar. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> it just had this big X, and it was shitty. Like when I peeled off the the masking tape, it like you know when it like bends underneath where the two sticky parts stick together. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even get a fresh piece. I just used that anyway. <laughs> like there was no time. It was a shitty X. One one half of the X is way longer than the other one. Oh my god! The Van Hagar wasn't even written out nicely. Like it just all looked like shit. And I and I still I wore it to school. I wore it like that for a while. And then I remember one day I peeled off the tape for some reason. Finally, I think. <laughs> <In your senses. laughs> oh man. Um. Let's wrap it up on this. Yeah, I was now. So I was at the gym and I had that incident with uh, the holler guy. (laughs) I was at the gym downtown last week and you get a two hour parking window at the gym. Mm -hmm. So I was in there for two hours and two minutes and I put in my parking ticket and I kept scanning and it wouldn't let me kept saying like $20. So I hit the button and this guy goes, I'll be out there in a second. And then he comes out and he goes, well, that's because you went over two hours. You went over the two hours. 
And I said, yeah, it's two hours and one minute or two hours and two minutes. He's like, oh, man, like, I'll let you slide this time. I'll let you slide this time. Oh, God. But uh, next, So, like, my question is, that guy must let everyone slide every day because I guarantee that a ton of people park for two hours and five minutes, two hours and seven minutes, and I guarantee he lets them all slide. Like there's but that no- is that, but that's assuming that sometimes I feel like I weigh my options and go, what's what do I feel like more, paying seventeen dollars or pressing this button and waiting for loss to come marching out here <laughs> to tell me he'll let me slide? Yeah, to talk like, What's to you. it worth to you? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you're right. And the older I get, you're right. It, it, you're you're almost better off just paying and leaving. Right, because I don't know what's involved in this button that I'm about to push. Like Some voice. Do I, to, do I have to back up and go park and take it in somewhere? I mean, it's almost like the unknown is, is not worth finding out, you know, what it is that I have to do here. <laughs> I'd rather just pay and get the hell out of here. Yeah, like like you, you hit the button. <laughs> Some demon. I'll be out there in a second. <laughs> And then it comes so, out through the now, speaker. And now, now when you're just sitting here, sitting there, like cars are behind you honking. Yeah, everyone's like, fuck you! Just pay it, asshole! <laughs> you cheap fuck! Just pay it! <laughs> Cheapskate! Pay that shit! But back, but back to your point, you're right. That guy's probably made... See, and you brought this up a lot. It's guys with little power. When yeah, they, that's when all they get he a has. Taste. Yeah, when they get a taste, they make you realize that they're the one in control. <laughs> Like, that's his gate. This is my gate here. I I control this here today. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you off the hook this time. But it's a real asshole he was saying, too. Yeah, I'll let you you slide this time. But next time, next time you're going to pay up. I guarantee if it happened next time, he'd let me slide, too. Oh, for sure. I, that's what I, my next question was going to be, does he have a list of people he let slide once? <laughs> he, just, he has a description of me and then my license plate number. <laughs> and, 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 can you imagine? So I go back again. It's two. Now this time it's two hours and three minutes. And all right, well, whatever. Let me just go. He goes, I'll let you. Wait a minute. And he looks at his file. I already let you slide once. <laughs> now you're going to pay full dollar. Top dollar, $20. You slit. You're on my sli- You're on my slide list. You're my do not slide list. <laughs> what if at the gym? What if right on the parking meter it just said "do not slide list"? And pic- like it had a picture of me from like the security camera with like a stupid look. Like- <laughs> oh god. Oh. All right, we'll wrap it up on that. And uh, cool. Yeah, that's it. Talk to you next week. All right, later. Later. Peace.